Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. Are you hungry to hear more about our beautiful Savior Jesus? Well, the Bible declares that grace and peace are multiplied to us in the knowledge of Jesus. Join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and testimonies of God's goodness in your life. Thanks for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. We need one another. We need collaboration. We need people. We don't need the celebrity mentality for Mm -hmm. pastors and leaders and people in the body of Christ. We need teams. We need fivefold ministry teams and people collaborating and sharing in, in the harvest and being part of the harvest together because we live in these exciting times where the media is trying to divide us with everything. The politicians are trying to divide us, but we need mm-hmm. to have ongoing dialogue and community and relationship with people, no matter where people land uh, politically or theologically. Yeah. But before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to our Christina Prayer Ministry sponsors who help support the mission to unite the body of Christ and fulfill the Great Commission with love. A big shout out to Gopher Ministries, who provides all of our equipment for our gospel events. Davis Financial Services, who does all of our financial accounting. Harvest Family Network, through which I am licensed and ordained. And Life Changing Productions, who helps put together evangelistic events to reach our city for Jesus. If you or your organization are interested in becoming a CPM sponsor, you can find out more information on our website at ChristinaPereira.org. Do you have a loved one's special occasion coming up and don't know what to get them? Well, now you can sponsor an episode of Revealing Jesus in their name. And you can give them a special dedication message read on air. It makes a great gift. To find out more information, just go to christinaperreira.org slash podcast. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace, pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in heaven. I've got a great show for you today. I have an amazing leader in the body of Christ with me. He is the host of Adventures in the Spirit on Charisma. He is the author of the new book, The Baptism with the Holy Spirit, and a very cool dude. I have with me here today, Jared Lasky. Jared, welcome back to the podcast. Well, thank you, Christina. And you are a very cool young woman. So thank you so very much. I'm excited to be on your program again. And I've had you on before, and it's always an incredible time in the spirit. Oh, thank you, my friend. Well, thank you for calling me young, too. That That's great. <laughs> I'm going to live to be 100-some-odd years old, so I'm still pretty young, 43. Yeah, the way I see it, so I just turned 40 this past year, and the way I see it, if I live to 120, I'm only one-third of the way done, right? Did I do the math right? Yeah. Oh, I'm claiming 120 myself, too, so. Nice. Good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Thank you, Jesus, for keeping us young. We love you, Lord. Well, I'm so excited to have you back. You have a new book out, and we wanted to have you back because we had just had these amazing conversations about the Holy Spirit. And I'm so thankful that we have access to the beautiful spirit of our Lord Jesus. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing. 
So I've told our listeners a little bit about you. Can you share with them something personal just to help get to know you again? Oh, sure. It's my pleasure. So I got to know the Lord when I was about 18 through a series of events and the Holy Spirit touched my life. And I was never the same since that day. And since that moment, even though my life has gone in different trajectories, different routes, even through the Marine Corps and Iraq and Afghanistan, you know, the Holy Spirit has always been part of my life and ministry. Even when I'd had, was in the Marine Corps, I guess you could call it quote unquote, a secular job. You know, God was using me to interpret people's dreams on the front lines of Iraq and Afghanistan in 2006 through 2011, uh, while serving in the Marine Corps and leading Bible studies. Um, so God is speaking to people anywhere and everywhere. And I've seen him be poured out in power uh, in multiple nations and remotely. And, you know, I've been rocking this media ministry, the podcast since, well, late 2019, I'd had an independent podcast and then went over to Charisma early 2020 and been having a lot of fun with that interviewing, I think 222, well, 222 episodes to date. Wow. A couple of times, but I've been married for 21 years. We just celebrated earlier this year. Well, just a few months ago, our 21 year anniversary. And I've got a 17 year old. He's going to be 18. He's going to go off into YWAM here real soon. And we're kind of preparing him for that, but four amazing kids. And they've been hearing the Lord since they were young. And Right now, I see God moving in power in families, and that's a passion of ours right now to see the Holy Spirit move in power in families uh, because some friends of mine, the Bixby's, I have helped them launch a podcast and bring that up the charts to now the top 5% within one month of, of launching that. And they have a wow. saying uh, at the tail end of every episode, whoever wins the family wins the culture in the end. And mm -hmm. In this day and age, we need family. Even if our families have been broken, you know, God can use us, redeem us and change our lives. And we need more communities to emerge, more prophetic communities and churches and things like that. In the coming days, I guess people, you know, call it a Goshen. So I want to encourage people, find a community, a prophetic community, a Goshen, a place of healing and outreach in the coming days to see God move through you in miracles and signs and wonders. Mm, I love that so much. I love that you have a passion for helping people understand all things Holy Spirit. And I, I love that you see God moving so powerfully in community and family right now. And he's doing something so wonderful in relationships and connectedness and this cross-pollination. You know, we're seeing so many come together, so much blending of, of the streams, if you might say, say it that way. And it's just so amazing to me. Isn't it beautiful? Oh, it is beautiful. It is amazing. And we need one another. We need collaboration. We need yeah. people. We don't need the celebrity mentality mm -hmm. for pastors and leaders and people in the body of Christ. We need teams. We need fivefold ministry teams and people collaborating and sharing in, in the harvest and being part of the harvest together because we live in these exciting times where the media is trying to divide us with everything. The politicians are trying to divide us, but we need mm -hmm. to have ongoing dialogue and community and relationship with people, no matter where people land or politically or theologically. Yeah. You know, we need the power of the Holy Spirit to build bridges between people so that we can dialogue and also see Jesus move in power everywhere that we go. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why I love being on programs like yours. We have a conversation. Aww. and. Thanks. 
people listen in and they're part of the conversation. So I want people who listen to this, hey, grab a cup of coffee or tea or whatever it is that matcha tea, you know, I've been drinking that a lot lately and listen in to these stories of what the Holy Spirit has in store for you and what he's done in our lives. Absolutely. You know, it's so interesting. We were talking about the the movement of the Holy Spirit and seeing Jesus move in power. And, you know, the more that I've walked with Jesus, the more that I come to understand that he's always wanting to move. He's always wanting to do something. He's always wanting to give, wanting to supply. Like it's never a moment of we're twisting God's arm. But when we partner with the Holy Spirit, that's our connection to see the will of God become the manifestation of God in the earth. And there's no other way to do it other than partnering with the Holy Spirit. And, you know, in my area, the Lord has put it on my heart to just start bringing together leaders in the body of Christ to just building unity amongst brothers and collaboration and sisters and things like that. And it's so powerful when we start to work together, we can each catch the wind of the Spirit, the movement of the Spirit, and then start moving together because I think what we're up against right now in this world is never greater than God, but it can be stronger than any one of us. But when we link arms and we move together in the power of the Holy Spirit, we are truly unstoppable. Well, you're absolutely correct. We are unstoppable because it's the power of God through us. As you're talking about the unity, uh, the movement of unity in the body of Christ, I've seen some incredible moves of the Spirit as churches cross denominationally and small communities 20 years ago set aside certain things that they were stuck on and worked together and made food banks and had massive outreaches and all kinds of a move of God. But Jesus talks about this in John chapter 17. In uh, verse 20, he's praying to God the Father. He is our model of prayer and um, our model of moving in the flow of the Holy Spirit. And he gives us the same spirit that raised him from the dead. And he says that he's praying for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. Mm -hmm. May they also be in us that the world may believe that you have sent me. So we need a, a deep revelation of this, of being one, of Jesus being one with the Father, but also of us being one and unified and being in oneness in Jesus. And that is through the, the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And when we unite and we do these things, he moves in power like never before. It's a whole nother level, if that's what you want to call it, of yeah. power that he flows through us when we're united with brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. I love it. You know, one of my most favorite things about the kingdom of God is that it is a family. I love that you mentioned that it's not this hierarchy. It's not this celebrity status. You know, I watched just, we've all seen it, some of the issues with the celebrity status and the pressures that people are put under because of it. But when we link arms and we say that you know, you and I are one and we are one with Jesus and we are one with the Father. There's such strength in that, that the celebrity status doesn't have access to. Yeah. Yeah. I think in the days ahead, we need to set aside that celebrity status. There's a lot of pressure put on people, but I mm -hmm. mean, I was part of a team years ago that brought in, I guess you would call them a celebrity, charismatic 
you know, and the layers of protection and security. And it was difficult to even meet this person and shake their hand. And even we were like, man, it took us a year and a half to plan this. What is the deal here? Wow. Like, why is that? I mean, there are some great people who are more visible in the body of Christ. They're just personable and you could shake their hand, you could talk to them and they're just down to earth. But they're in the days ahead, you know, we need to set aside that celebrity status. What we need is Jesus on the platform. We need people who are fully surrendered to him on the platform. And as you said, family, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the three in one, that divine mystery that our human brains can't fully comprehend in this life. But in the next one, when we enter into heaven, I think that we're going to get a huge download of how Mm -hmm. that Trinity works. But isn't that a community? Isn't that a family? Three in one, Mm -hmm. Father, Son, Spirit, together as one, co-equal, but different uh, personalities. You know, each are a person, each are God, but they have different roles and functions. But, you know, for me, I love the Holy Spirit. He is my best friend. I relate more to the Holy Spirit personally. I love Jesus. I love God the Father. I spend time with them. I love to sunbathe, S-O-N, on the sunbathe <laughs> in the Spirit. I love that. People call it soaking prayer. I call it sunbathing, you know. But oh, I love that. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> go for it, man. I have not trademarked that. But <laughs> I relate most to the Holy Spirit because of what he's done in my life and even recently what he's done in my life. And I love him so much, but he loves you so much and he loves mm-hmm. every person and he loves to glorify Jesus. So mm-hmm. I encourage people, start talking to the Holy Spirit. See how quickly he puts your affection on Jesus. It's mm. kind of like a entertaining, fun activity, if you will. It, I Hopefully I don't offend anybody saying that, but just spending time with the Holy Spirit, see how quickly your affection goes on to Jesus, because that's his, one of his primary purposes is to glorify Christ. Amen. And the more that you speak of Jesus, the more that you glorify Jesus, the more the Holy Spirit is manifested. And I'm so excited for people to get a hold of that revelation because all of heaven centers around the sun and his body should be centered around the sun. All of creation is centered around the sun. Literally. (laughs) That's an amazing, amazing revelation that you have. So your podcast is Revealing Jesus. That's your passion. You are revealing Jesus in every episode, but that revelation that it's all centered around him. They've never talked about this in Bible college or seminary. I had to figure it out on my own, a revelation about the book of Revelation of Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. where heaven is centered, where he is in a center of it all. It all Mm -hmm. flows around him, everything. He's in the center. If you map it all out, just Check out the book of Revelation. Don't look at it as like, this is an end of the world book. It's actually a revelation of Jesus Christ. That's in the name. It reveals Jesus through tough times. But check out all the scenes of heaven and he is in the center of it. Draw a map and then just stand in awe. And then that rainbow that is around the throne People tend to think that that's an arc, like a rainbow here on this earth where we see it arc in the sky, but Mm -hmm. it's actually a circle up above him, you know, Mm -hmm. up in the atmosphere of heaven, if if I could call it that. It circles around him, but doesn't arc over him. I mean, that's just an amazing revelation that we can all have. Mm, So good. 
You know, and I'm so thankful the Holy Spirit reveals these things to us, just like you said, revelation. That is a Holy Spirit revealed truth because we can read the Bible, we can read scripture, but without a Holy Spirit revelation, it's just head knowledge and it doesn't change and it it doesn't affect atmospheres and it doesn't feed people. And so, can we talk about reading the Bible? with the Holy Spirit. I think that's a really good way that people can engage with the Holy Spirit. Can you help them understand how to do that? Oh, totally. So that's one of my passions, teaching people how to study the Bible, read the Bible with the Holy Spirit. So I'm a seminary graduate. I've got a few degrees behind my name, but that's not how people introduce me. So thank you for not introducing me with that. <laughs> I also didn't reveal that of telling you what my bio would could be no. when it hurts. Besides no, you cool didn't. person. So cool <laughs> person is totally awesome. So I love the Holy Spirit. So, you know, there's hermeneutics, the science and art of studying the Bible. So everybody mm-hmm. has some type of lens that they read the Bible through. And subconsciously, you know, there's a lot of people promote how most people historical grammatical hermeneutics. But subconsciously, Even though they say that you can't do this, we do do this. We tend to look at the Bible and say, well, what does my church think about this? What does my, say, even my denomination say about this? And subconsciously, we're answering those questions already in our heads. But I came up with this system. I'd actually edited a professor's book at Regent University. Uh, Instead of doing a project, he had me edit this lengthy like book, almost like a dissertation. And I dissected principles from that book on how to study the scripture with the Holy Spirit. So there's a fancy word, pneumatic, which means, you know, the pneuma or the study of the Holy Spirit is pneumatology. So pneuma Mm -hmm. is breath, wind, spirit. So the Holy Spirit, we can study the scripture with the Holy Spirit. So we take in consideration the context of the scripture as we always do in Bible study. But then we ask these questions. What does my, my church think about this? What does my denomination think about this? And then we ask, Holy Spirit, what are you showing me through this? Because it's really easy to study the Bible and almost cut him out because we've got only so much time. We've got all these steps that we have to take. And, you know, say as a pastor, as a leader, I've been a pastor. It could become very spiritually dry, Mm -hmm. but to make it exciting and alive because the word of God is living and active and sharper than any double-edged sword. But he... In the next verse, he, so it's revealing Jesus, the word of God, we can have a living, entertaining experience with the Holy Spirit as we study the scripture. So we ask him questions about this. Holy Spirit, what do you want to show me with through these verses in the Bible? And then we listen to his still small voice or his impressions or be available for him to speak to us in a vision or movie picture, depending on what you want to call that. And just Mm -hmm. listen to them and then write it down. And then one of the other questions is, how can I relate to this Bible verse? Now, I think we all kind of do that. And when we read books, we use our minds. Am I right? Mm -hmm. We read a book and then later the movie comes out and we're like, I don't remember it being that way. Mm -hmm. How are you remembering from it? You saw it in your mind. You imagined it. You saw it. So when we read the scripture, we can engage our spiritual senses while reading. And we can also say, you know, Jesus, 
how can I relate to this? Or what is a testimony related to this? And we read about a healing. Well, write down one of the recent times that God healed you or you saw God heal someone through you. Remembering is in the Psalms where we meditate and we remember the deeds of God. And we're on our bed, whether it's late at night or in the morning, and we're remembering the things of God. So write that down. Write down a testimony that's related to that scripture verse or what the Holy Spirit's revealing and highlighting to you through it. You're not taking scripture out of context, but you're engaging with it. You still have done mm -hmm. all the other steps, but he makes it so much fun when we include him and worship him. And I got a whole bunch of other steps on that, but I think that those are some key takeaways that people can have in this moment uh, on that topic. Are you a new believer in Jesus and don't know where to start? First, let me say welcome to the family of God. It's so important to anchor yourself in the gospel and the finished work of Jesus. This powerful workbook includes foundational gospel truths to anchor your heart in new covenant reality and interactive journaling prompts to begin your relationship with Jesus. This workbook includes teaching based on the Word of God. It will help you understand precisely why you need a Savior, what Jesus has done for you, your new creation life in Him, and how to have a relationship with Him. Journal through the pages to dive deep into the heart of God for you as His child and increase your faith as you learn about our beautiful Savior. Be sure to pick up a copy of New Believer Workbook, Foundational Gospel Truths to Begin Your Relationship with Christ Jesus today. Links in the show notes, or you can pick up a copy at Amazon or ChristinaPereira.org slash store. Mm, I love that so much. You know, I love reading the Bible and engaging with the Holy Spirit on it. One of my favorite ways is if you see him begin to highlight a word, mm -hmm. just look at it. Just look at it. And I always say he's just burning that word into your soul and he's speaking to you through that. And so just reading the Bible very slowly. Yes. And always approaching it as if you've never read it for the first time. Yeah. Because there's always something new in it. We can take the same passage of scripture. And we can read it 50 times and the Holy Spirit can highlight 50 different things in it and speak to us through it. And it's so amazing how it's this alive, it's like this living, breathing force yes. that when we come to it and approach it with the Holy Spirit, just like you said, it's not boring. It's not dry. It's the most fun thing in the world. It's not a duty. It's not something that we have to do. It's something that we get to do. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for that. You know, Jesus says, I, I won't leave you orphans in this world. I will send the helper, the Holy Spirit. And he's there to teach us, to guide us, to bring to remembrance all the things that he's spoken of us. Can you share some of the ways that the Holy Spirit does those things to teach us to remind us of all things Jesus said, to comfort us, to guide us. Can you share all, a little bit about that? Yes. Uh, so it depends on, you know, whatever we're doing, the Holy Spirit is always speaking, but are we always listening? Are we always making ourselves available? Are we surrendered to him? You know, he, he can speak to us through knowings, like whether I can have a supernatural 
word of knowledge or word of wisdom about a situation or someone or something. And then he'll give me a word of encouragement, of comfort, of edification. Now that's called a word of prophecy. So he could bring something up or a scripture where in a situation, maybe I'm having a tough morning, a tough day, and the Holy Spirit just gently speaks a scripture reference to my mind. Mm-hmm. And I'll look that up and it's the perfect verse for the moment. I mean, yeah. he's always encouraging and loving and giving us insights. And he could give us even, we call it like a gut check or mm-hmm. red flag. And, you know, our spirit is very interesting entity, I guess. It's probably the wrong word to, to say, but that gut feeling, that's your spirit sensing that something is off about mm-hmm. a situation or a person. So listen to yeah. that gut instinct. We could call that a knowing as well, but... There's just something within your gut that you're like, no, something's off. Or even you might see a flash of a red flag, like, Mm -hmm. okay, stop this conversation. Maybe there's gossip going on around it, but the Holy Spirit is gently nudging you. Hey, you know, exit this conversation or end this conversation or don't go to this place at this time. Mm -hmm. I've had the Holy Spirit do that. Don't go to a certain place, but instead go somewhere else. And then I'd avoided a negative situation. He loves to do that. Or he'll tell you just to pray, you know, and that's part of the cost of the anointing of the Holy Spirit is sometimes you might even have this invitation to some event, but the Holy Spirit is like, stay with me here, spend time with me here. (laughs) We're like, okay, I'd rather be having fun with all those people, but the Holy Spirit is saying, don't go, just (laughs) kind of testing you, if you will. But in time, you will be rewarded with that time that you sacrificed for him, whether it's a couple hours of prayer that you have to do, you know, that's the high cost of the anointing. And then that continues to work on our character. But in time, it's really less of you and more of him. And he'll start opening up other doors and opportunities. But, you know, that's honestly, Christina, this is a whole other podcast episode we could talk about, about these ways that the you know, Holy Spirit can speak to us and show us things, but it's my passion to teach people how to hear him, how to obey him, how to spend time with him and flow in his power, glorifying Jesus through it all. But those are just a couple of the ways. That's so good. Thank you so much, Jared, for sharing that. I think, you know, the charismatic denomination has done really well with honoring, I think, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, learning to let him move, things like that. But This is something new that some other denominations are still picking up on and still learning. And it's not that, you know, one has it all right. They certainly don't have it all right. But uh, there's a process. And I think just learning to give away those jewels of revelation, of learning to move with the Spirit is so precious because we're coming into a time where we're going to see an unprecedented revival take place as we link arms and we come together as the body of Christ and learning to follow the leading of the spirit is paramount to that. And the Bible says that it's those who are the mature sons and daughters who are led by the spirit of God and not led by uh, religious law keeping. And so in order to become mature, we need to learn all of those things just like you mentioned, to be led by the Spirit when he says, don't go or stay or read this, or he gives you this picture 
or you wake up with this song, you go and you listen, you look it up, you know, whatever. All of those things are being led by the Spirit. And so we are all coming to maturity and faith and who we are now in Jesus. And so it's beautiful. So thank you for sharing all of those things for all of our precious listeners who may never have heard these things before. Can you talk a little bit about what the baptism of the Holy Spirit is and how it's different than the baptism of water? Oh, yeah, my pleasure. So the baptism of the Holy Spirit is an empowerment to be a better equipped witness for Jesus. Amen. And we see that in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit falls upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. That word for power is dunamis, and that's the power, the might, the strength, the miracle working power through God. You know, that power is poured out. It's his might, his ability, his strength, his power through us. And we see that was spoken to the disciples. And here we are, the successors to the disciples who have the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. Because in Acts chapter 2, verses 38 to 39, the apostle Peter on the day of Pentecost, which was the fulfillment of Acts chapter 1, verse 8, and Joel chapter 2, verses 28 to 32, you know, Peter was saying, this is that from Joel 2, 28 to 32. What you see here, these people speaking in tongues, praising God, declaring boldly, the gospel message, this endowment, this empowerment of the Holy Spirit fell upon them. And in Acts chapter 2, verses 30 to 39, Peter says, it's available to you, your children, and all who are far off, all who call on the name of the Lord. And so it's available for us today. It doesn't make us a better person, but it makes us a better equipped witness for yeah. Jesus. And so water baptism is obedience showing that we're repenting of our sins. We're confessing Jesus is Lord. We're identifying that our old life is being washed away in the water, that we're risen up to new life in Christ when we come up out of the waters. And the baptism of the Holy Spirit can happen in that moment when we rise up out of the waters. And there's normally something that we could see take place in someone, even though it's an internal Holy Spirit baptism, you know, people can speak in tongues when they receive the baptism of the Spirit. They can prophesy, they could preach the gospel boldly after receiving the endowment or the empowerment of power. You could also receive it. I've seen people give their heart to Jesus and then receive the baptism of the Spirit within a few moments of giving their life to Jesus. Some people are like, after water baptism, it's this, it is, you know, don't put God in a box. It can happen. Because mm -hmm. when you give your life to Jesus, you receive the Holy Spirit. But then there's this experience, this encounter called the baptism of the Holy Spirit that can take place before we're water baptized, or we know that we know that we know we have this endowment, this empowerment of power to be a better equipped witness for Jesus. And one of the main things that I want people to know is that we reveal God's love through it. Mm -hmm. So we're a better equipped witness. You know, some people say you always have to speak in tongues and that's all part of it. You know, tongues is an evidence. Prophecy is an evidence of it. Uh, the boldness of this is an evidence, but love Love for God and love for other people is the main evidence that we need to have after we receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And it's available for all of us. And that's why I do what I do. And that's why I've released this book recently. Amen. That's so good, Jared. You know, it's so true. I love that you mentioned that love is one of the biggest evidences. Sometimes I see people fixate so much on the gifts and they forget about 
the fruit. But Jesus himself says, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. These things will never pass away. Gifts will pass away. All of the gifts and everything are right now to be used in this church age. But when the age that's coming is to come, when we have Jesus, the rightful king of this world on the throne, everything will pass away but faith, hope, and love. That's right. Amen. I couldn't have said it any better. Mm. So good. Well, will you pray for our listeners today? If they have not received this baptism of the Holy Spirit, because I love this media ministry. Every single moment is an opportunity to experience the Holy Spirit and experience Jesus. So I don't care whether you're listening to this now or five months from now or a year from now. The anointing is here and it's available now. So will you pray for them? Oh, yes. It's an honor to do so. So right where you are, if you're listening into this, ask Jesus to baptize you with his Holy Spirit so that you know that you know that you know you have this empowerment to be a better equipped witness for Jesus. So simply ask. That's a principle that Jesus says, if you ask for the Holy Spirit, he will give you the Holy Spirit. So start asking and start worshiping him right now. And Jesus is the baptizer with the Holy Spirit. So in the spirit, it's, it's as if, or it's like he lays his hands on you mm-hmm. as the Holy Spirit envelops you from head to toe. And you might feel or sense something surge through you. You might feel a deep peace. You might have laughter, the joy of the Lord, and get filled with the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. So let the Holy Spirit touch you. Let Jesus lay his hands on you in Jesus' name and ask him to fill you up from head to toe. And then maybe a language comes to your mind, a language you've never spoken, one syllable, four syllables, a full sentence. Speak that out in Jesus' name by faith. Mm -hmm. It might sound silly. It might be weird to you. Whatever it is, speak that out in Jesus' name and repeat it over and over. There you go, right there. (laughs) We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Keep speaking it out and praising Jesus. We love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We love you. We praise your holy name. You are high and lifted up. You alone are to be glorified and praised and worshiped. We love you. This time is yours. Bless every person listening to this right now in Jesus' name and fill them from head to toe in Jesus' name. We love you, Jesus. You alone are to be praised and worship and glorified. We lift your name high. We see you high and lifted up. Reveal yourself to these precious listeners right now in Jesus' name and fill them, fill them in Jesus' name. We love you, Lord Jesus. And I want to encourage you guys who are listening, who just received, keep receiving and start thanking him for what he's doing in you and through you as you receive this amazing, precious gift of the Holy Spirit, this empowerment. It might go on for just 30 seconds or 30 minutes or days at a time. Just continue to flow with that in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I just want to encourage you with this word right now. Because of what Jesus has done, you sit under an open heaven. So the Holy Spirit is always with you, always available to you, always making all things known in heaven 
to the earth. And so your portion is to sit under that and to receive from that always available to you. It's not just in this moment. It's not just when you turn the radio off or when you get out of the car. It's when you go and sit on your couch. It's when you are watching TV. It's when you are eating dinner. It's every single moment of your life. And the more that you feast on him and the more that you worship and enjoy the word of God, the more that you will see all of these things manifest in your life. Jared, this has been so fun. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Well, you're welcome. It's an honor. It's a pleasure as always, Christina. I Mm -hmm. love this time. Thank you so very much. You just tapped into my passion. So thank you. And I hope (laughs) that people are blessed and they reach out to you on this. I am sure they will be blessed. Absolutely. Let us know if you're experiencing the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I know if you write into us, it'll bless us. And I will send these messages along to Jared. I know it'll bless him too. So thank you so much. Well, I hope and I pray today's episode has blessed you. I will have links from today's podcast and resources in the show notes under Revealing Jesus with Christina Prayer, wherever you get your podcasts. There you'll find additional resources to connect with us and our special guest, Jared Lasky. And be sure to pick up a copy of his new book, The Baptism with the Holy Spirit. It's out now and available on Amazon. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I hope today's episode has blessed you. Please subscribe, share it with your friends, and don't forget to sign up for our ministry mailing list for more encouraging content about our beautiful Savior, Jesus. Just text JESUS to 1-833-815-7778. That's 1-833-815-7778. 7778. And of course, it's your turn now to join the conversation. Send me your burning questions, leaders you would like to hear from in the body of Christ, your testimonies, and more. Just click join the conversation in the show notes. And for more information about our ministry, visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless.